When Linda Baker moved from Minto to Fairbanks a few months ago, she didn't expect to end up in a homeless shelter. Who does? Well, things just kind of fell apart. We were going to come up here, me and my son, to work, and uh, just life got in the way. Their housing fell through. Their car broke down. She landed at the Fairbanks Rescue Mission, a sober facility that offers emergency housing, food, and showers. It's a nice place. People chat companionably in clean, well-lit rooms. They have warm beds and hot coffee. And it's safe here. It is really safe. For Linda and for hundreds of others over the years, being at the mission felt great, which was part of the problem. People would come to the mission and never leave. Hi, I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk, a look at the people and programs working to make Alaska communities stronger. This week, we're looking at how the Fairbanks Rescue Mission is pushing people out the door by helping them stand on their own two feet. A couple of years ago, staff at the rescue mission, many of whom had been homeless themselves, started complaining. Everyone was just kind of like, I don't want to come here every day and see people like regressing or stuck. I want to see people moving forward. Brenda McFarlane is the mission's transitional program coordinator. She said morale among staff was down. People could stay there indefinitely. So some never made plans to leave. They worked in the summer, spent the winters at the mission. The staff decided that if they really wanted to help people move on and find stability, the clients needed deadlines, structure, and more support. A new program was born. Rodney Gaskins, the executive director, says now when people enter the rescue mission, they're given a clear message. Your stay at the rescue mission is temporary. Our goal is to add value to you and send you back into the community. Um, don't waste the time because you're going to be moving. They created the 30-60-90 program. Within the first 30 days of the program, people have to complete four tasks. Register with a statewide job search tool, apply for public assistance, apply for public housing, and get a tuberculosis test. The next step lasts 60 days. Case managers help participants look for jobs and stay healthy. Rodney says they hold people to high standards and provide guidance to help them accomplish tasks on their own. When someone is struggling, he and Brenda tag-team the motivational talks. She plays the tough love role. You really need to get on track. Like, if you've been here this long, you don't have that much longer, then he comes in. No, this like, is what she said one day. You're she said, No, no, this is, this is what she said one day. She's like... You know, you guys aren't doing your things. You not need to do this. You need to do this. And I guess Rodney's going to put a positive spin on it. In case you missed it, Rodney's positive take is that we're all on a journey. It's a process, etc., etc. Together, they try to get people to the last 90 days when participants work on saving money and transitioning into permanent housing. They also take classes on how to be a good renter and how to handle grief, anger, and trauma. Along the way, participants come together for weekly meetings to talk about upcoming community events, share advice on job hunting, and discuss challenges such as transportation for people working the night shift. They celebrate the small successes. At a recent meeting, Linda received a certificate for finishing the first four tasks. This one is Linda Baker. Since the program began in July of 2016, 300 people have earned certificates. About 170 have received case management. People who didn't participate in the 306090 program or other shelter programs were asked to leave the shelter once they hit their 30-day 
per year limit. Rodney says they don't have hard data about how successful the program has been because most people never come back to the mission to give updates. They have anecdotal evidence that people are moving on, and participants do say it helps. Linda's only been at the shelter a few weeks, and she says having to complete a set of tasks gave her the structure she needed when she felt lost. Because, you know, like, I never would have thought of uh, having a deadline to go to Alaska Housing, go to the job service, because you kind of you lose yourself, kind of drown in yourself. Now she's looking for jobs in kitchens and trying to learn computer skills so she can find less physical work as she ages. She says people at the mission remind her that she does have the strength to stand on her own and move on, one little step at a time. Want to hear more Solutions Desk stories? Subscribe to the Solutions Desk podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are found. Or go to alaskapublic.org slash solutions. In Fairbanks, I'm Ann Hillman.